0: Hey, and welcome to the Christina talks podcast. So this particular episode I am, I'm gonna share something with you actually that's just it's been bugging me the last couple of weeks and I'm kind of tired of listening to people complain and make little comments and that kind of stuff. so what's happened about two weeks ago, There were some little whispers that LinkedIn was going to essentially put some limits on how many connection requests you could send over the course of a month. Um, And then it turned out it was actually, they were going to bring it down to 100 connection requests per week, which, I mean, that's a lot of people to be inviting to connect on LinkedIn anyway, But because there has been so much in terms of like trends around people using automation tools and the sorts of automation tools that will send really quite impersonal messages. And according to LinkedIn rules, you're not supposed to use this type of software, but people do as a bit of a productivity hack and to growth hack their following But basically, people have kind of gone like, you know, 100 connections a week, that's not enough. And I work with a lot of recruiters. So obviously, they're connecting with people at scale. So there's been like just loads of people kind of going, oh, my God, I've got this notification. I'm, you know, it's Tuesday morning, and I've already used my 100 for the week. And what's going on LinkedIn? And You know, it was all kind of rumor mill stuff to begin with. And then we started to get some actual reports. And although I still haven't actually seen anything formally released from LinkedIn saying this is what's happening, it's clear that this is the case. So if you are listening to this and you're thinking, well, I haven't seen any limits and I'm using automation tools or I'm manually going through and just, you know, every night for half an hour, just going connect, 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 connect it is going to happen at some point to you soon. So watch out for that. But the reason I'm kind of getting a bit annoyed and frustrated with it is the fact that if you want to make connections with people, you know, it's called a connection on LinkedIn because you're building connections with people. Uh, We should be making an effort to connect on a human level, which of course means... Actually putting in some hard work and you know you, you kind of get out what you put in which I'm sure I've sure I've said that before on this podcast but when we are looking at building those connections if we're relying on tools like LinkedIn helper or meet Alfred or um, you know even duck soup which is actually there, there's a bit of functionality within duck soup that I do encourage people to use but if you're using duck soup to send a thousand people, the exact same rinse and repeat message, then are you really connecting with people or are you just building numbers and hoping that, you know, if we throw enough, if we throw enough crap at the wall, hopefully something will stick and someone will come back to me and I'll make a sale. Hurrah. So I'm just kind of like people are getting frustrated and they're moaning because they've tried to cheat the system. And I don't blame LinkedIn for putting this change in and creating a world where these automation tools are you know, become defunct, essentially. You know, when you're, on the, when you're on the receiving end of those messages that have clearly come from some sort of bot, nobody likes it, nobody appreciates it but what's the solution? Okay. What, what, what are we going to do? How are we going to get around this? Cause even if you're not using those tools and you are needing to connect with people at scale, perhaps you're, you're listening to this because you're, you know, it's not long since you've created your business and you're looking to generate leads through social media, through LinkedIn, you need to be hitting those numbers. How are you going to get around the fact that you've now got this limitation in place? Well, I've got a few answers for you. Isn't that handy? The thing is, to begin with, like my, my first my first two solutions are things we should all be doing anyway, and things we should should have always have done. And we should have been doing this stuff for years and years and years. And that's number one, create better content. Create content on LinkedIn that is not for us, but for the people we want to serve. It's, you know, we should be giving. The more we give, the more likely it is we'll actually get something back in return. So actually creating content that is designed to pique the interest of the people we want to do business with, that is speaking to the stuff that's keeping them up at night, 100%. And it's funny because, you know, when when we sort of first went into lockdown here in the UK, and a lot of people started going like, crap, what are we going to do? What can we do? Okay, well, we can focus on social media now because the world's shut down and we've, we've got a bit of time on our hands people started to understand this concept of creating better content and thinking about who you're targeting and all that sort of stuff. So we did see a jump forward there. And I'm a little bit worried that as more and more of the world has come online, we're starting to forget that lesson. When I say we, I mean the people that should be buying my services, basically. That's what I really mean. But uh, we'll we'll talk about the royal me. Um, But that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, so along with producing better content comes better engagement. So, actually, us engaging, I'm connected with a load of people on LinkedIn, they're producing better content. So, they're, you know, they're hitting rule one. Well, actually, rule two should be for me to go and engage with that better content and go and get into those discussions. So, if I'm telling my prospects to produce better content, then i need to be going and commenting on that stuff liking that stuff i need to be going and you know and you need to be doing this too you need to be going and looking at the profiles of the people that could be your introducers could be your referrers could be your your next best bloody client and what are they sharing and it could be on linkedin it could be on any social media platform but from a linkedin perspective going and engaging in that content and you can do this whether you're connected with people or not. If there's people I want to connect with, I can target them. I can go and look at their profiles. I can look at their activity. I can engage in their content, give them the likes and the comments and all those you know, all those little notifications that appear from them that make them feel good about themselves, that will have my name attached and encourage them to, you know, they'll want to use one of their 100 connection opportunities that week to connect with me then. Or maybe they're going to just bypass that and pick up the phone to me. Who knows? So better content, better engagement. These are things we should have been doing anyway. These are these are strategies that I've just harped on and on and on about for years and years and years. But we've got to like think smart. So LinkedIn are changing changing things for us. They're you know making us have to to be be and think and do smarter things. And I, it did occur to me that this might be the opportunity for LinkedIn to give us groups back, you know, bring groups back to their former glory. Now, when I say that, what I mean is they give us the opportunity so we can create that There's been loads of conversation over the last couple of years. And I know I've said it myself a ton of times. LinkedIn groups used to be fantastic places to network within the platform, to um, seek out those opportunities from your ideal clients. It was the perfect hunting ground for people. But what happened is that we all got a bit spammy. All those people in those LinkedIn groups just started rather than Being part of a community together just started spamming the hell out of them. And you go into a LinkedIn group and it was sales message, sales message, sales message, and not a lot of value. And what happened was those groups just kind of, they just became abandoned. LinkedIn did things to try and counteract the way they were being used, which unfortunately, rather than improving the situation, became a nail in the coffin, And LinkedIn keep promising us that they're going to sort of, you know, reinvigorate groups, refresh them, bring them back to their former glory. And it never really happens. But the reality is that LinkedIn has done the things I've said they're going to do. It's just as users, we haven't changed our behavior. We haven't responded to the things that LinkedIn put in place. So I do wonder if this little kick that we're going to get now that says be smarter with how you use your connection requests. Maybe this is another way to encourage us as users to make use of the group's feature better. Imagine you have a group, you're a member of a group, or you own the group, whatever. But this is somewhere you can, this is a room you can step into where there's tens, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people that fit that ideal client. They they fit that avatar. They match that persona that you know you need to be selling to. And all you've got to do is post something in that group that starts a conversation. So not a sales message, but something that you know is essentially You know, this is something that is, and I've talked about this stuff so many times before, whether it's on this podcast or other things, but you know, what's keeping that person up at night? This podcast right now, I could repurpose into um uh you know a LinkedIn post and put it into any recruiter group. And I can say, right, you know, you know, we're getting this limitation. How are you going to overcome this? Well, here's five things: one, better content, two, better engagement. Three, use groups. And it's just like, to me, it's like it's a bit of a no brainer, but we are going to have to see the shift in the way that the users on LinkedIn use groups in order to reap the reward. So I'm hoping it might be a bit of a kick. hope I didn't get too repetitive then. I really had to fight the need to go on a bit of a rant. Okay, so the next thing on my little list is better targeting. It always amazes me when I talk to someone about, okay, so tell me about your ideal client. Who do we need to target? And I, when I'm having those conversations, I tend to say things like, what does he look like? What does she look like? What do they look like? And it's kind of like personifying this, this idea of your, of your ideal customer, your ideal client. Because actually what happens is when I ask someone that question, what they throw back at me is demographics. Okay, I might get an age range or location. Sometimes I get a job title. That's probably a, a step in the right direction. But actually, what are the interests? What are the concerns? What are the what what are the you know the habits that these people tend to have? What are the you know, what kind of personalities tend to, to be there? Are these, you know, are we targeting people that are hungry for success? Are we targeting the people that um, are incredibly loyal? It's we really need to really understand who we're targeting. So when we then use those 100 connection requests, We're targeting the right people. We're not just going – I'm not just doing a search on LinkedIn and saying, okay, I want anyone that's owned a recruitment business for two years, connect, 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 plus do that another 97 times till I've reached my quota. I actually want to say, okay, right, of these people, maybe there's 100 – well, there'll there'll be about 10,000 in in the search terms, the search results, I'm sure – but let's say I'm going through that. So well, I'm going to pick ten that I know fit my ideal client. So yes, they've owned a business in recruitment for X amount of time. The business is of this size. This size, blah blah blah. But actually, I can look through these profiles. I can see who's posting, not posting. What are they posting about? Are they posting about things that actually, when I send that connection request, I can send them a personalised message. That will really speak to them rather than just a, hey, I'd like you to be part of my professional network. Um, you know, I actually believe there's someone at LinkedIn that speaks like that when I read some of those messages that they've kind of pre-composed for us. But there we go. Okay, so that's four things out of the five. Um, the fifth thing is to use the follow button. So, and I've done this a few times actually, especially when I've been targeting someone on LinkedIn. I'm like, I want to connect with them, but I want them to feel really, I want them to feel really, like, I think they're really special. Okay. So what you do when you're on someone's LinkedIn profile, if you're looking at it and you're thinking, "Mm, not sure they're going to accept my request, you need to engage with them a little bit. Maybe for a couple of weeks, keep going back to their profile, looking at their activity, commenting, liking, keep popping up in their notifications, and then when you're on your profile, rather than hitting connect, if you click on the, um, the the ellipsis, the three dots, the more button, if you click on that, you'll see the option to follow. If you hit that follow button, it's kind of like, I wanted to follow you and see your information on LinkedIn. Yeah. You follow thought leaders on LinkedIn. You connect with people you know and you follow thought leaders. So actually, when that person receives a notification that you've followed them, it's something a little bit different Sometimes those people immediately come back and they, they go, oh, and they send you a connection request, which is great. Um, but other times they, they kind of go, oh, that's interesting. That's exciting. And you continue to do, repeat this process of going back and engaging with them. You you keep popping up in their notifications, not so much so it looks like that you've, you know, an injunction's required and we've got any stalker issues or anything like that. Um, but just enough that you become a regular face to them. You become a regular, a regular name. You become someone that, When you comment on their posts, they immediately reply because they see you as being a bit bit of a fan of theirs. And what happens then is those people that when you first came across them, you thought, yeah, they're, they're not going to accept my connection request. When you then send it, because you've got that familiarity, because you've already built up that connection, clue in the word there, Actually, it's like it's you, not only do you get an acceptance, you get a message from them saying, wow, can't believe we weren't connected already. I I was sure we were. It must be, a, must be a LinkedIn glitch. And you think, yeah, 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 it was a LinkedIn glitch. So I guess what I'm trying to say to you is, you know, LinkedIn are changing things. They've reduced this, The they've brought this connection limit thing down to 100 a week. If you are trying to build your network on LinkedIn at scale and kind of growth hack that it's, you know, you're probably thinking, crap, what am I going to do? But the reality is there's, there's practices you should have been implementing already. There are things that you can do that will allow you to build connections and, and meaningful relationships on the platform that are much easier to convert into leads and convert into, to sales and ongoing business. You just need to implement them. I said the five things I'm going to be really focusing on, you know, doing myself, getting my team to do, getting my clients to do, creating better content, better engagement, like you make that a daily habit, look at groups and look at rather than complaining that groups are a bit shit, actually going like, right, what can I do to make them better? What can I do in a group to make it something that's a useful resource to people? Really think about targeting, so better targeting when it comes to the people I ask to connect with me. And then the final thing is to use that follow option and use it to my advantage to, to know, yes, I'm playing mind games a little bit, but actually tap into that psychology, make, allow people to feel good about themselves um, in the hope that the reward for doing that will be that they want to connect with you. This is all stuff is easy to implement. It's all stuff you can be doing now. And yeah, if I can get you doing that, you're not going to care about the limitations on how many connection requests you can send per week because your network will just continue to build and build and build and build anyway organically. Um, And that'll be the last thing you need to worry about. That's all from me this time on the Christina Talks podcast. I've had some fantastic guests, I've talked about some stuff that really, really matters to me, things that I love, things that irritate me. um, And I really hope that this podcast is of value to you. If it is, if you're listening to this and going, do you know what, Christina, I'm loving what you're saying, then have a little look-see on your um, podcast platform of choice. And I would love to have a little review from you. Click on the five stars and yeah. Yeah. I'd really appreciate it. I'll see you on the next episode.